Welcome to the Ivy Admissions Podcast Series. In this episode, you'll hear MBA 2020 graduates Anthony Fusco, Daniel Levine, and Anthony Mastro-Iani share with MBA Associate Director of Recruitment and Admissions, Lindsay Lippman, how the Ivy MBA is more than just a degree, but a life-changing experience. They walk down memory lane sharing stories of activities outside the classroom and how they graduated not only with a degree, but with new lifelong friendships. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in. Welcome to the next episode of our Ivy MBA Admissions Series podcast. My name is Lindsay Littman, and I'm one of the associate directors of our MBA recruitment and admissions team here at Ivy. Today's podcast is is going to focus on life beyond the classroom. I'm joined today by some fabulous recent alumni, three alumni who, in fact, have their own hashtag (laughs) in between two Tonys. (laughs) I'm very confident our listeners will leave this podcast with a clear picture on all the social opportunities and how the MBA is not just a degree, but an experience. So, Tony, you were one of the great masterminds of this podcast. Why don't we start with you by introducing yourself? Yeah, Tony number one, Anthony Mastriani. I'm from Toronto and happy to be here. Thank you, Lindsay. Thanks for coming. Yeah, I guess I'll go, you know, be in between two Tonys. Um, Yeah, my name is uh, Dan Levine. I was in Toronto prior to the program, but actually a London local. Um, And yeah, pass it off to Tony Fusco. Yeah. Tony number two in this situation and uh, Anthony Fusco. I'm also from Toronto, uh, but did my undergrad in London. So uh, a little familiar to London pre-program, but happy to be here as well. So thanks, Lindsay. Oh, absolutely. Thanks again for you all extending your days and uh, being part of this incredible podcast to share listeners a little bit more about the MBA at Ivy. So as I mentioned, it's all about beyond, you know, the case method, the uh, classroom environment, those unforgettable, teachable moments that you all have left our program with that wider tool belt of business foundation knowledge. Now, coming into Ivy, you knew his reputation as the quality of the MBA and obviously the overall brand, but what was your expectation on the social side of the MBA? Did you think you would all get as involved as you were? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll take this one. Um, so, yeah. Um, you know, being a London local, I, I had a good idea of what London, Ontario was like and um, was pretty excited um, to come back home for the community aspect and obviously to go to Ivy, grew up and knew, you know, how great of a name Ivy was. So I was really excited to to try it out. Um, but yeah, I, I, I had a good friend go through the program a couple of years back and he had told me how social the program was, but I had no idea like what he meant. Um, I, I learned in PKP that um, the two week optional course before Ivy starts, just how social the program was. I could see from day one that it was a big work hard, play hard mentality. Um, it made a lot of friends early on there. Um, and then just the rest was history from there, really. Um, it's such a tight-knit class. People are such a diverse set of people from all over the world. Um, and everyone is really open to making new relationships. So it, off the bat, it started off super social. Um, like I, I was joking with these guys, like as a, as a 30 year old London local, I never thought I'd be going to the seeps so much, um, but that's just what the platform is. <laughs> was there quite a bit. <laughs> so you just roll with it. But yeah, no, I, I, it was more social than I would have thought. And I'm so happy that it was. Yeah. Maybe just to build on Dan's point a little bit, uh, social was a huge factor for me. I think 
you know, the classroom learnings, the case method, all that is great and a really important factor to me. But, you know, I had some friends in other programs kind of talk about how they had a few friends and they, they really just stuck together and didn't really talk to their class too much because it was such a large group or whatever it is. So the small classroom size, the small cohort size, uh, and just the connectedness of the whole cohort from the social aspect really spoke to me. Uh, like Dan spoke to a few friends who had gone through the program, a few past alumni, and really all that uh, confirmed why Ivy was a great fit to me. And I mean, I think we've all sat in those five hour meetings and not really got much out of them, but you know, you go have a beer with someone or a coffee and, uh, you can get a lot more done. So, uh, you know, I just, I had that experience throughout my work prior to Ivy. So I was really hoping to get the uh, social side of it as well. My experience was entirely different. The social aspect was a massive part of why I did the MBA, the one year program. I wanted to be fully immersed, fully involved, do as much as I could. But I did my undergrad in Toronto at Schulich Commuter School, tucked in by my parents, home-cooked meals, <laughs> lived at home. That, that, that was my lifestyle. So it, it was a big shock. But knowing what I now know, knowing what I know now, I definitely would have gone to Western just in general for my undergrad too. But London definitely is not as much of a small town as people make it out to be. You can go to hockey games. You can go to concerts. There's plenty of restaurants. And the nightlife is great. And yeah, when the boys were out, the boys were out. We had a great time. It was awesome. And the social aspect, just to reiterate again, is in my opinion, at least, probably just as, if not more important than some of the academic content. There are obviously massive takeaways in the classroom. But when I look at what my memories were from the MBA and some of the long-lasting friendships and relationships I had, it's because of the social butterfly attitude that I brought to the program. I'm really grateful that you've all kind of attested to the life in London because I'm a local Londoner. I lived in here my entire life and I did go to Western for my undergrad. Um, also tucked in by my parents at home still because I did live at Nothing home. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with that. Home cooked meals. There was a lot of perks to that. But, you know, I find a lot of what, especially my role doing is trying to convince from these larger cities programs saying, come to London. It's, you know, it's still a social city. They're kind of looking like, really? Really? There's, there's things to do. So I'm glad that you all obviously uh, enjoyed your time in the city and and it wasn't such a small town kind of folksy city that I think sometimes you can have that reputation of so uh, thanks for, for sharing that um, and I could hear from all of you that really the social side was an important part of it right part of that the decision from the MBA um, you know part of what we try to do in our team is we try to let everyone know about that social side but that even bleeds into like the culture of the classroom in terms of how you all treat each other um, again you guys have this I don't know, bromance, uh, the, the hashtag. Um, but I'm sure you saw that with your other classmates as well. And that, you know, may start in the social side with the clubs, but it's that treatment all the time through the program. But trying to give more light to how clubs come to be, you know, the time of the year, how do you know which clubs you get involved with? Uh, there's, as you know, categories of formal clubs or official clubs and career clubs and then more ad hoc clubs like the Ivy Run Club or Yoga in the Courtyard. So can you share more about that club life side, both the formal and the informal ones throughout your time at Ivy? Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in on this one. I think uh, the amount and number of opportunities there are to get involved is uh, absolutely insane because you got to look at it. You're Not only are you part of the kind of 
IV community, but you're also part of the Western community. So you have the IV MBA where there's so many different things you can get involved in. You have the IV kind of whole network and community that you can get involved in. And then if you really want to, there's the whole Western network with opportunities to get involved as well. Plus, you know, plus, 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 and it just keeps going on. But maybe for the kind of MBA specifically, you know, there's the MBA association. So the student council uh, that's elected right at the beginning of the year. And uh, I was actually on the council, so I really enjoyed that aspect of it, helping shape the direction of the year, where we allocated all the funds, kind of how the year looked. It was, a, it was a really fun and rewarding experience to be a part of the group that kind of helped drive that. And then on top of that, you know, within, I think it was two or three weeks of starting the program, uh, some of the graduating class club leaders uh, came, gave a little pitch about their clubs, told you about all the different aspects, all the different things they do. And pretty quickly, you can sign up. The sign-up process is very simple, very quick. And then from there, each club kind of gains its own personality and the president kind of does what they want. So, um, you know, financially, some clubs cost nothing at all. Other clubs have events that if you want to participate in are a small fee for that one event. But, you know, if if you don't want to participate, you don't have to. So there's just a such a variety of uh, different experiences for the kind of formal clubs, whether they're social or academic but then there's also like what we called the courtyard club so you know in between classes throughout the day when we had our little break between them we'd just go out in the courtyard and play frisbee uh kick a soccer ball around or something of that nature just to blow off a little steam and get outside because we were sitting in the classroom all day um those are those are the really fun parts so you know you can get involved in the formal clubs the informal clubs but the opportunities are endless i think for me i I joined every single club that I could at the start of the year. And it was awesome to see how involved people got, how fired up everyone was about it. But prior to coming to Ivy, I wanted to get into sports. So I got the opportunity to run with the business of sports and entertainment club, also known as the fun club, I guess, was the reputation of it throughout the year. But I'd say the best part about it was the sports club didn't have as much exposure as it or attention or wasn't as career focused or oriented as a finance or a consulting or a real estate or investing club. But I'd say we had a blast. We went to Detroit for a football game, mm-hmm. brought a couple bags of chips, a couple beers and a few tables and we had a good time. We went to a hockey game in Ottawa and we got to sit with the CFO of the Ottawa senators in the box. That was awesome. We were there for a full weekend. And we also got a guest speaker from IBM that came to London to tell us and speak to us about the power of data and analytics that led to the Raptors championship victory. So the process for me was I got to take and run with something that I was passionate about. It wasn't MBAA sanctioned. I didn't have funding. Everything was paid for by the members of the club. But you can really make make the opportunity what you want it to be. And that that's exactly what I did. And it was something that I was passionate about. And I, for me, I know I got a lot out of it and I hope that the other members of the club did as well. Yeah. Um, I actually have to commend these two. They, they were really involved. Um, both the Tonys put a ton of time into the NBA and, and Tony with the fun club. Um, so thank you guys for that. Um, I going into the program wanted a balance between um, kind of career focused clubs and social so I focused on the consulting club at the beginning, um, which was great. It was, it was the biggest club at Ivy, and it was just a great way to meet a lot of people, learn from people. Um, and then more on the social side, um, got pretty involved in intramurals, um, was part of the sports club. 
I, early on in the program, I went on the, um, the NBA World Championship rugby trip, um, which Duke hosts every year. And that was really fun because you actually get to play with your current class, the class before you, and just Ivy alumni in general. And um, that set the tone, um, made some really close friendships early on. And um, yeah, that, that, w- that was really big for me um, just going forward. And then I became the rugby senator, which unfortunately our trip never panned out just due to what happened with um, COVID-19. But um, I'm sure that trip will go on, you know, forward forever. The NBA, I, I recommend anyone doing that rugby trip, whether or not they play, because it's just such a great way to network, travel with your class. Um, that's, that's my pitch for that club anyways. Um, <laughs> not everyone's but, as good at rugby as you are. Uh, so. But uh, yeah, no, there's so many clubs, endless ways to get involved. And I, I think um, I think you figure it out as you go on. I think, I think Tony Mastro, I suppose you Mastro had the right mentality. Just join everything, see what works, see what you like, and you can you can drop clubs as you go and get just as involved as you want. And I think that's a really great way to go about your MBA. So it's clear you're all very social, uh, which is and but and the good thing was you all still passed your courses. Um, you you know uh, showed up on just to recruit in events. You attended class on time. So you did all those right parts of it, and you all had partners as well during the program. That you had other social commitments and a life outside of the program. That's a lot to to balance and to manage. And I know we preach a lot about the Ivy Leadership Essentials or the cornerstone of what we teach, and one of those skill sets you leave our program with is managing volume and again we speak a lot of this coming to the program saying it's a one-year program it's busy it's you know 16 months of curriculum into 12 months um there's you're going to want to get involved in social stuff you're going to want to see your career team uh but how do you how did you all do it all how did you figure out that balancing act of managing your time how did your partners uh, deal with you being it sounds like as social as you were and I'm assuming you're also in your happily relationships um, I'm assuming um, that everything so is far. okay so far so good okay uh, but can you shed some light on because that's a big thing about how do you do it all right I mean that that's you'd love to be able to get involved and like you said sign up for all the clubs but how, what was the what was the formula you guys found I'll try and prove how responsible I am here but I think biggest thing pick your spots. There's, there's not enough time to participate in everything you want to. There's so much going on throughout the year and it flies by. So I missed a lot of opportunities that I would have loved to be in London for just going back to Toronto, whether that was personal or professional, you, you need to decide what you're going to be at and what you can't make. But if you commit to something, be, be present, show up, make it count, make the most of it, make it a memory and bring the right attitude. A big part for me was say yes more often than you say no. And that could be anything. That could be going out for dinner. That can be traveling. That can be going to an event. That can be joining a club. That can be studying with someone. I generally think if you're saying no more often than you're saying yes, you're probably missing out on opportunities to do things. So bring that attitude and you'll, you'll get the opportunity to do a lot more. On the relationship front, the two biggest things were me, for me were time management and communication. So there, there's definitely enough hours in the day and the program is intense, but it's not ridiculous to the point where you can't talk to your loved ones or your friends or your family back home. So we had class from eight to one. After that, I do my work. I'd always be calling my fiance. I'd always be calling my parents. I'd always be keeping in touch. So I'd say that you can manage your time, just make what's a priority, a priority. And then all in all, just never forget where you came from. I think the people that are outside of Ivy and sometimes it's good to get outside of the Ivy bubble are always important to keep in touch with and 
can communicate with and let them know what you're doing. And you definitely have time to do that. Uh, yeah, I fully agree with everything you said. Um, I think, yeah, succeeding in the MBA is all about managing your priorities. There's so much that happens in this one year period that you, you can't do everything and you want to. I, I remember pretty early on in the program, maybe the first week we had a professor say, your first three months, like you're not going to see your family and friends too much. Like you're going to, it's going to take a, a while to like really, you know, hit, hit the ground running here. You have a lot to learn, a lot of people to meet. And, and so the way I kind of approached the MBA was that first three months was fully committed to the program. But then after that, like Mastro said, don't forget where you came from, made sure to make time for family and friends. Um, I did my best not to miss any milestone events, would go back to Toronto for weddings, big birthdays, whatever it was. But that being said, was really committed to, you know, trying to expand my network, meet as many people as I can and attend the things that were important to me. So exactly, just tried to prioritize the big events. Um, and then from a relationship standpoint, I was pretty lucky um, because I, my wife very kindly moved back to London with me, with my parents <laughs> in their basement. Um, she deserves an award, but uh, yeah, shout out to my my parents um but, uh, and your wife yes, yes. yeah so, so, so that was a really nice aspect and, and one of the draws for me coming back home was just to, just to get that community aspect that you know I hadn't had for a while because I've been away from home but it made it a lot easier balancing the program because I could hang out with classmates but then I'm always going home to family but yeah just to reiterate manage priorities remember what's important to you and, and try to do as much as you can but you know be real with yourself and on and don't bite off more than you can chew yeah, maybe just to add a little bit, the, the two boys kind of hit it on the head there, but uh, picking your battles is really key. Um, you need to understand what commitments you have, what you need to get done, and, and find a way to do that. A lot of the time, your deliverables won't just be for yourself. They will be for your group, your classmates, your partners outside of Ivy, what, whatever it is that you have to do. Those things need to get done. And, you know, I'm in school for a year isn't really an excuse. So you have to find time for everything. Um, you know, just from the beginning, you can be the perfectionist and take six hours on, on everything. And, but you'll find rather quickly that there's things that necessitate you taking the six hours and stuff that, you know, you can do in two hours and the learnings you get from, you know, the assumptions you make and, and completing something in two hours are, are kind of where all the learning in, in Ivy does come from in the real world. There's going to be deliverables. There's going to be deadlines that you have to meet no matter what. And you have to learn to kind of make a hypothesis, stick to it make state your assumption and kind of go through it and don't be afraid to fail. That's kind of the best part of Ivy is that you can all learn together. And I'm, I can assure you, you won't be the only person in the class that made that mistake and others will appreciate you putting your hand up and making it for them. So they didn't have to. So, um, from that's from that side. And then, I mean, from the relationship side, uh, I was planning a wedding throughout all of Ivy. So that, that was a, a fun little layer of complexity that was added to uh, my year. Um, it unfortunately completely got kiboshed by COVID-19, but I guess that's another story. Um, but, but yeah, you know, like you just got to make it count. So I, I made a point that if I was going back to Toronto, we tried to do as much as we could during those times. We'd schedule calls that we had to get on with different vendors uh, for times when I wasn't in class. And then we'd also have days where like we wouldn't accept calls from vendors because those were days for my fiance and I to either kind of do our own things and get our social lives in, in check or, or just focus on school and her focus on work. So, you know, it's all about just prioritizing and something as simple as, okay, we'll do Mondays 
for like wedding planning calls and Tuesdays we'll kind of take easy and then Wednesdays if we need to. Little things like that actually really do help just plan your week mentally so you know you'll have a, a big day of work. So you know, you can do both. You can balance both. Uh, don't listen to some horror stories that you may or may not hear from other people uh, during your choosing process that you don't, you won't have a life because you 100% will, and you will be able to keep a partner at least uh, two months after the program. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I knew the three of you were friends, but I'm just hearing you now. It's, I just completely understand. I mean, you really have a shared sense of spirit and you, it sounds like you've even learned a lot from each other. And I do love how each of you captured that the learnings from the MBA are not just for professional life. You know, it does impact your personal life. And, it, and these are, again, I rounded out that tool belt, which is one of our many Ivy sayings that, uh, that does be true to your, to your life tool belt. Um, the, the three of you won the best bromance award. And again, you have the hashtag in between two tones, which I, I know I want to know. And I'm sure the listeners now want to know, you know, how did that hashtag come to be? And did you know, like when you, again, started getting together social that you knew, all right, this is this is the connection like this. Did you, I mean, how did, when did you know that the three of you were going to become the hashtag? So I'll, I'll give you a little context behind the hashtag and then I'll tell you how we met. So we actually, funny enough, all took um, the elective uh, business law and shout uh, out to Paula. Paula yeah. Yeah. I respect that. Uh, great course. Um, and <laughs> You know, fortunately, I got to sit between two Tonys, and uh, <laughs> it just so happened that we we did a presentation together, and uh, Paula encouraged, you know, you know, unique names, and and we were between two Tonys. So really, the rest is history there. Um, but uh, yeah, the way we met actually, um, Tony Fusco and I have a mutual friend, and and uh, he had told us each about one another, and we had met at a Ivy Mixer prior to the program. And um, hit it off pretty quickly, um, knew right away um, we got along and kind of understood each other. And then um, we later met uh, Anthony Mastriani, and uh, <laughs> we could tell right away, really nice guy, a little bit young, we thought at the beginning, like a little, you know, young and naive. Um, but he, he really grew on us once the program actually started. We like to say he's a 1992 punching well above his weight class. Um, but uh, yeah, no, really, we just we ended up spending so much time together through, through just the program, through playing hockey and our murals together through courses and, and got along really well, worked really well together too. Um, and that's kind of how our relationship took off. Now, did you, do any of you expect that? I mean, I, I know, again, as we mentioned, social was an important part for a lot of you and you knew that you were going to, like, especially with Tony, you want to immerse yourself in that culture and, you know, you wanted to totally go all in, but did you really ever expect you would have such tight friendships? I know you have more other friends than just you each, that you have more friends from the program, but was that, was that a surprise that you really did form such strong bonds? Yes and no. Like, not really. When you, when you think about kind of the shared experience we go, we go through. And I think, this is a, like a huge shout out to London. Being in London really does remove people from kind of the comfort zone of, you know, living at the home they've lived in or, or the place they've lived or, or whatever the factors are that go into it. Being in London, you're, you're probably most likely going to be living somewhere you haven't before or haven't in a, in a little bit of time. So that shared community of the whole cohort being somewhere, being together really does lend itself well to having these social bonds because we are going through that shared experience 
Um, I, and I think you kind of alluded to it, Lindsay, but you know, the three of us, you know, 100% get along great, but there are so many other friends that we all have separately of each other from the program that were just amazing. You know, whether it's uh, the building you live in, the, the bonds you form kind of with those people or the different teams you were on, the clubs you were on, the study groups, the electives you took, like whatever that is, there is so many different friends, friend groups throughout the whole program that it really makes it easy. And that social aspect that when you do go to a cohort event it doesn't matter if you're there early or you're only there with one or two other people you know the class size lends itself well to knowing everyone and being able to have those conversations so you know i think it's kind of a product of everything but uh it really did help the year progress and and make my year personally kind of what it was to jump in there on the in between two tony's part let's see i just i gotta say Lifestyle guys get lifestyle guys, and that's I think the, what the three of us are here. We hold each other accountable. We're we're great friends, and if you do something well, you're going to hear about it. If you don't do something well, you're also going to hear about it. But to the second part of your question, I'll say that my my undergrad was super competitive in terms of trying to get that best job, trying to get your grades up, trying to do what you can to get ahead, and that that just it was what it was. And I think Ivy is also competitive in nature, but people get just as fired up for you when you do something well, when you land something, when you achieve something big. And everyone's just genuinely there to support you, whether it be tutoring people in different subjects and just trying to help you succeed. And it, it was awesome to feel that camaraderie throughout the year. And lo and behold, here we are now too. Yeah. And yeah, just I'll just end with saying like the best part of the program for me, hands down, was the people. And, and that was really my draw to Ivy. It's known for its network. And, and I, again, I didn't know how strong the bonds would be, but, you know, going through it for that year, like I, I'm, it, they really are like, everyone is just looking to make relationships and, and you know, life lasting relationships. So everyone kind of commits a hundred percent. And so it was, it was really special. I, I hadn't experienced something like that. Kind of like Mastro said, I, uh, law school before that was pretty competitive and coming into a, a one-year program where people are pursuing different paths and everyone wants to stay connected and see each other succeed is, is something really special and unique. Awesome. No, that's great. I really appreciate you uh, speaking more to the overall culture. Again, a common question we get asked is, because there are some schools, unfortunately, where it's quite cutthroat when you're in the program and there's not this supportive bring everyone up and that I know year over year is what our culture has. It's, yeah, everyone in our program is ambitious and driven. It's tough to get into, but when you're in there, you're not competitive against each other. You want everyone to do their very best. So I, I'm glad you each spoke to that and had that experience as well. Um, it's kind of surreal now that you're alumni. I mean, I just remember seeing you in the halls a few months ago and, and now you are, you, you graduated, you know, you mentioned the year does go by quickly, which it does. I think the first three months, this is the time of get connected right now. So you can all recall this time last year, you're about right at your peak. It was like, okay, ready yeah. for a break. Um, and that break is coming soon for the current cohort. But as you reflect back, um, when you look back at the time during the program, knowing now what you went through, is there anything you would do differently um, going into it, your thought process? Um, was there anything that you think would be helpful for those considering our program? You want to give them some advice. I'll start, you know, really funny, this question is coming up, Lindsay, not even two hours ago, someone reached out to me saying, hey, you know, I'm thinking of pursuing my MBA. Uh, I really like Ivy. Do you think we can chat? And 
it just, I think it's going to become more of a common question now that we are alumni, uh, you know, just mutual friends, friends of friends, however we get connected to these people. Um, it, we're going to have to tell our stories and we're going to have to reflect on what the year was and, and kind of what we went through. And, you know, I think going to your MBA is a huge commitment and a huge change for everyone. And everyone kind of has a plan going in. My suggestion would just be write that plan in pencil and bring an eraser with you. You know, the, the, the journey is going to be so different than what you thought it was going to be. And it changes person by person and do not shape yours based on anyone else's just kind of do you and the rest will fall into place. Uh, it's just an unbelievable time to learn, grow, get outside your comfort zone and uh, in a, in a very safe environment, which you really can't find anywhere else. So um, the perspectives you gain, the skills you learn from not only teachers, but also your classmates. It's just such a great experience. So, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I wish I had the crystal ball to tell you exactly what to do to get a hundred percent and land that dream job you have. But um, if I had to tell you, just say yes. I think we've said that a bunch of times. Um, the year's going to fly by. Try to get involved as much as you can. Some sacrifices are going to have to be made, you know, just make make the right decision stick with it don't second guess it and keep moving forwards and uh the rest will be the fun experience you can reflect back on and you know tony diesel and i were just talking before this quickly and we were having some laughs about just random events throughout the year and you know having that for the rest of our lives i think is uh one of the greatest things we got out of the program so you know just enjoy it Buckle up and enjoy the ride. That's what I'd add to it. I think it's a it's a year that flies by before you know what it's done. Here we are. But if I could do anything differently, I'd say just take the time to really reflect as you're going through it. It's it's an opportunity in your life that you've decided to go full time back in school, better yourself, better your career, invest in yourself, and then be better once you come back into the work world. And for me, I, I think that's something as you're going through it, you definitely see that quote unquote transformation once you're done, but really, really be present as you're going through it. And just a couple quotes to throw in, I'd say, <laughs> it doesn't matter what you do, it's who you do it with. That's a big part of what I think the three of us have here. And you do the right thing and the smart thing with, with these kinds of people, it'll all work out. So bring the right attitude, be present. And by the end of it, you'll see, you'll see the difference in, in who you are before and after the program. Yeah. I wish you finished there. That was, that was, those are great quotes. Um, I, I, my major advice would be um, just to go go in open minded and and really go all in. It's so rare that you're going to have a year in your life to do something like this. Like Tony said, to reflect, to learn, and, and figure out really like what that ideal career future looks like for you. So so like I said, just dive in, um, and it flies by. So so don't waste don't waste a moment. Um, try everything. Like Tony Fusco said, it's okay to fail. I think that's a big thing. It's, it's rare in your life too, where you have a year that you can just try things out and, and really there's no repercussions for failing. Um, and so, yeah, like my quote's way cornier than yours, Anthony Mastriani, but I would, <laughs> I would say don't, don't sweat the small stuff. Like it really does work out. Although that's cliche. Um, there's courses that are going to be out of your comfort zone. For me, that was some of the finance courses. Um, but there's people in your class to help you. There's professors to help you and, and you figure it out and you're, and you're better for it. So um, yeah, it's an amazing year. Um, and yeah, like I said, just, just go all in. 
Well, I have to say, I expected to leave this conversation with more knowledge on the bromance, on the hashtag and everything else. I did not expect a book of quotes now. So I think <laughs> the listeners are like getting a two for one. It's this whole learnings and new quotes. So I'm going to start maybe using these on Instagram and LinkedIn and referencing you as like, all right, you know, I might, uh, especially that bring a pencil and an eraser. That's like, uh, one. I like that one. So uh, thank you uh, in between two Tonys for <laughs> extending your day or, you know, really being candid and sharing, you know, the, the truths of the experience. It's a challenging year. It's, it's not, I mean, like you said, it's busy, but it's doable. Uh, it is meant for those who are ambitious, but not cutthroat. And I have to say on behalf of Ivy, we are very fortunate to have the three of you as part of the family. Uh, you really each do depict the Ivy spirit, that generosity, giving back and that work hard, play hard. So we want to thank you very much for coming out today and sharing your, your experiences to our listeners. Thank you for tuning in. Please continue to check both our events website and our podcast site to learn more about what we have to offer at Ivy. There may not be more quotes, but uh, you'll get to learn more about the application process, uh, what it is that really makes Ivy something special and different. So thanks for tuning in. This has been a presentation by Ivy Business School. For more information on any of our programs or to reach out, find us at www.ivy.ca. All information contained within this presentation is copyright Ivy Business School.